Hello, this is Who's He TV, and it's the finale of this season of The Mandalorian, Chapter 24, The Return. After last week's cliffhanger with Din Djarin in the clutches of Moff Gideon and Bo-Katan and the rest of the Mandalorians on the run, has this episode managed to satisfactorily resolve the cliffhanger and did it manage to wrap up this season in a nice little bow? Well, for me, it didn't, I'm afraid. I know that a lot of fans were disappointed at the short running time of the finale, but this wasn't my problem with it. A shorter than normal episode doesn't mean that you can't have a good finale to a season, but with so many plates spinning plot-wise, I felt this episode came up just a bit too short. With Din Djarin escaping rather quickly and Grogu appearing out of nowhere to help, the sense of helplessness from last week's episode was quickly thrown out of the window. Yes, I know that a lot of people were thinking that Din Djarin would die in this episode, which I'm happy to say didn't happen, but the resolution to his capture was very convenient, and the only way I can see how Grogu was able to save the day was him walking through a massive plot hole to get him where he needed to be. However, bringing Din and Grogu back together was what the show has been missing and it was good to see the pair of them back as the centre of attention. However, Bo-Katan's escape was also convenient with another hole in the ceiling for them to escape through. But another plot point we thought we were going to see resolved this week was who exactly were the spies from last week's episode. Well, we didn't get any resolution to this. Both of the suspects I listed last week, Axwoes and the Armourer, were both instrumental in retaking Mandalore. So is this something that's going to carry over to another season? Well, I don't think it will and was a massive piece of misdirection. Also, I had no idea that Mandalorian armour could take them jetpacking into the upper atmosphere of a planet. Especially as a few episodes ago, they ran out of fuel chasing a flying lizard across a desert. But well, you know, the plot demands it. Now then, Moff Gideon. After more or less sitting out the entire season, he returns with a plan more silly than his Mandalorian power armour. Yes, we finally found out he was cloning himself with a little bit of the force added to create an army of force-wielding Gideons. So he basically became another cackling bad guy with dreams of, and soon I shall rule the universe! And his little clone army? Blown up by Din Djarin, so another plot point that went nowhere. My clones! We're finally going to be perfect. The best parts of me, but improved by adding the one thing I never had. The Force. I was isolating the potential to wield the Force and incorporating it into an unstoppable army. And you smothered them before they could draw their first breath. But there are some theories floating about on the internet that the Moff Gideon we saw was not in fact the real Moff Gideon. And the reason for this? He didn't have a moustache. Yes, people are guessing that this Moff Gideon was in fact a clone, and that the real Moff Gideon is still running around the galaxy with his moustache. But it wasn't all bad. The combat scenes were well done, though the Mandalorians fighting the Dark Troopers did look a little confusing as to who was who. But it was good to see Din Djarin and Grogu forming a team to take on the Praetorian Guards, with Grogu using the Force to help out. Also, the fight with Moff Gideon, Din and Bo-Katan was okay, though a little too weighted in the favour of Moff Gideon. But one thing irked me about this fight scene. 
After Gideon demanded that Bo hand over the Darksaber, he then just well, crushes it. So after building up the legend of whoever wields the Darksaber rules Mandalore, it's just destroyed and Bo gets to rule Mandalore anyway, even though she lost the Darksaber in combat. But again, the plot demands it. And what of the Mythosaur? I said last week there would be no time in this episode to bring this into the mix, and sadly I was right. So is this for another season then, or will the Mythosaur just stay under the water? Who knows? But despite a lot of people thinking this season would end with one of her heroes biting the bullet, it proved not to be, as Moff Gideon was seemingly engulfed in flames after X-Wolves crashed their cruiser into Gideon's base. But as we didn't see his body or his moustache, I can only assume that he will return. So with Gideon apparently gone, well his moustache has anyway, and his base destroyed, the Mandalorians have retaken Mandalore and the Great Forge has been relit, which visually looked great. But how does this episode end? Well, Mando has now adopted Grogu as now known as Ding Grogu. So after all this time we find out that Mando's first name was actually Jarin. Grogu is my apprentice. He is no longer a foundling. Add him to the song. He is too young to speak, so he is too young to take the creed. He must remain a foundling. If his parent gave permission, couldn't he then become a Mandalorian apprentice? Yes, but his parents are far from here, if they are even alive. Then I will adopt him as my own. This is the way. This is the way. Let it be written in song that Din Djarin is accepting this foundling as his son. You are now Din Grogu, Mandalorian apprentice. This is the way. You must leave Mandalore take your apprentice on his journeys, just as your teacher did for you. This is the way. But as Grogu is now also his apprentice, Jaren has to take him off on adventures to learn, so we leave him returning to become a bounty hunter, but this time for the New Republic. I have a business proposition. Shoot. This youngling is my apprentice. What does that have to do with me? I'm a bounty hunter by trade. Now that he's with me, I'll be more selective in my assignments. Go on. You don't have the resources to protect the Outer Rim, let alone hunt down Imperial remnants. And I need work. Let me get this straight. You want to work for the New Republic? On a case-by-case -case basis. An independent contractor. Hmm. You know, this is against regulation. It'll never get approved. Which is why you won't tell them. Let me think about it. You already did. It's a good deal and you know it. And in return, he gets hold of an old IG droid head, which he now uses to restore IG-11 to his former glory and has him installed as the new Marshal of Navarro. And Jaren has also taken up Grief Cargo's offer of a place of his own. And this is where we end this season, with Jaren sitting on the porch and Grogu levitating frogs. 
So really, we have come full circle. Din Djarin is back to being a bounty hunter, which is where we first met him in season one. And the final scene seems to not only wrap up this season, but also Jaren and Grogu's story, with a little That's All Folks style ending. Now it appears that season four has now been given the green light, but would it be such a bad idea to leave it here? Or at the very least, leave the Mandalorian alone for a couple of years before bringing it back? Story-wise, this season was all over the place, with a lot of Mission of the Week episodes that went nowhere, which is why we had a very rushed resolution. But as we have ended things with the possibility of it being standalone bounty hunting Mission of the Week episodes, I really wouldn't mind that. And return to this format will bring back one thing that has been sorely lacking this season, and that is the feel of a spaghetti western. And with that last scene of Jaron and Grogu in their new homestead, which is just like the end of an old western, for me, that really would be the way. Yeah.